Good evening, everybody. Tonight's another episode of Live It, Love It, Fucking Podcast. As always, I'm your host, George. And tonight, I'd like to bring guests, and this time a guest for another guest. So I'm bringing back Lillian from episode eight. She's actually going to introduce one of her friends, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, everybody. All right, so just to say, you know, I just recently met you and all that. Nancy, where are you from? Um, so I'm from Long Island. Born and okay. raised. Born and raised in Long Island all your life? Yep. So what do you do? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm currently in the legal, legal field. Been there for about, I'm going to say, three years. So currently, I just decided to enroll in a master's program, uh, public administration. So Lily and I actually were talking not that long ago that she wants to start her own like reentry uh, agency, wanted to bring me on board. And I was like, all right, so then, you know, go and get your master's. Interesting. Re-entry. Uh, you like that kind of field? Yeah. That's how we met, actually. That's how Lily and I met. So Lily a little bit of reentry work. For those that know Lillian, she actually works also in the criminal justice system as well. And you have a degree in what, Lillian? Forensic psychology in my bachelor's. That sounds like some like CSI or some <laughs> like Law and Order type of like those fancy shows and shit. Something uh, like that. No. <laughs> so good. So read your mind. <laughs> so how long, have you, no. how long have you been friends for? It feels like forever. <laughs> are you going to graduate, Lily? 2016, so before that, right? 2015? So I think we met 2014? So six years? years. Reason why I asked that, because in this episode, we're going to talk about toxic friendships. And, you know, we all know how that word toxic (laughs) goes around. For those who haven't listened to episode two, make sure you listen to episode two. We talk about how to get out of toxic relationships. But sometimes you don't need to be in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation for that. You can also have toxic friendships. And I have two young ladies here. We're going to share some stories, give it a point of view of things. But when I say toxic friendship, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Using. Like they're using you. Using? So abusing yeah. or using? How about like you? Like use. Yeah. Manipulative. <laughs> Manipulative. That's the keyword yeah. we used last time. For using, tell me more, Nancy. What do you, why do you say using? When I think of a toxic relationship, I think of somebody using like your energy using you as a person using you for themselves like a selfish person but aren't we all a little bit selfish in our life yeah <laughs> I, <agree. laughs> um, I am definitely a selfish person i mean don't I we want fun. don't we want more don't we want to be number one don't we want to be the best and in between that and we have to be selfish isn't that part of life in a way or am i wrong it is but when you're talking about a friendship you have to it goes both ways you have to give um and sometimes you you know you have to be less you have to be less selfish um i agree uh yeah we definitely can be selfish and i mean you you sort of have to to be able to get through a lot of different things in life but definitely when it comes to dealing with someone else whether it's a partner a friend whatever it you know it should go definitely both ways so when it's going more towards one way and the other one's feeling some type of way, then that's sort of when it starts, like, I guess, causing problems. So. I mean, don't we all have a little toxic in all of us? Isn't it like, doesn't it happen in relationships with friendship, especially? You know, we all have that one friend that we call. I think we all have a one friend that we could go to whenever shit goes bad, right? But then most of the time, that's the friend that tells you, don't fuck around with those kind of people. What are you doing? It's not the first time I told you. And then you're greedy. But then I said, this is the greedy as comes from the selfish part comes out because you want to say, well, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to keep on doing me. And that's when shit really, really fucks up. And I know you're always going to be be down for me. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to be doing because at the end of the day, I can always call you. So are you trying to, so doesn't that sound like you're stuck? Because it sounds to me like I can't leave that. It sounds like I'm in a loophole. That's a never ending circle. I feel like it's it's a loophole for the person who's always giving and not getting anything back. Is it are my job to identify, to tell you, yo, you know I'm doing more for you than nobody else? Because no, sometimes people don't like other people rubbing things in their they face. They don't. They so, don't. So like, what? I would take a little offensive if somebody says. Really? A little yes. bit. 
has, that, <laughs> has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been in a situation? Yeah, like I've definitely been, um, not name any names, but I've been a friend who I love dearly so much. Um, she's always been there for me. And I've had to take a step back when she said, and that's the decision I made when she said, okay, you're constantly being selfish. You're, you're acting in this way and that. And I need to, to either change or we're done. And I appreciated the friendship and I appreciated what she said to me and our, you know, in that moment. And I was like, okay, you're right. I need to stop being such an asshole. That sort of scenario, right, um, looks like healthy communication, you know, like if you're able to communicate when it's not okay, something's not okay, then great. But usually when you are stuck, like you said, in a toxic situation with the person, it's very hard to like even approach them and call them out because they won't take it that way or somehow it'll turn right back around to you. Or they'll get defensive, yeah. And it's just like, all right, forget it. You know, so it's like, I think that's where the difference is. I think like if you're able to call out your friend and I see that as communication, which I think, again, you know, minimizes the whole drama afterwards. But if you can't even call them out and say anything, then that's when like shit goes right. up. I think when you and a friend have communication between one-on-one, you guys build a bond, you guys build rules. Right. You guys are there for each other. But whenever you include a third party, into it which could be a guy that you like or a guy you're messing with or either or that's when things and all these rules become different because you're thinking about yourself does there's what rules you think are meant to be placed because you would think do people have these conversations that hey <laughs> you know you're my best friend and all that but now i'm gonna get involved with somebody else and i expect you to, to be supportive of me if i'm the friend in in that scenario and I see my friend being with somebody that I'm like uh I don't think that's right for you I just try I don't want to intrude on the relationship I don't ever want to be like you should leave them because this and that or I don't think they're good enough for you but they might like I the feeling that they feel is right to them and I can't justify that because I'm not them. so I don't so for me that's always hard so I just like kind of let them be I'm there as a supportive friend, but if things start getting like absolutely crazy and like red flags, I'm like, okay, you need to, you need, you need to do something. My scenario for you young ladies is straight up. Let's say you have a friend, a best friend, you guys are each other, let's say in college and all that. And you had a third friend right now and you guys all graduated. So I'm assuming you guys are pretty good students. And let's say your third friend came out of nowhere and started dating somebody, started skipping class, started failing class starting asking you as friends to, you know, do them favors in class, look out for them. But you know things are going south for her or him. What do you do to support this person? Because you know this person before was on top of the, this game, was doing the same, going the same right path. And sometimes we go through these bumpy roads and mm. they start focusing, forgetting the, the main focus. And I'm telling you this because I've had friends like that in myself that we had packs, we had a mission to finish school together and once they fall in love they're like f school i'm going through stress i'm going through drama my life is over i can't live without this other person and you tell this person something they're gonna tell you it's not your business it's my life and that's right what, you're no longer the best friend so you see how does <laughs> you're that, the enemy so am i am i am i wrong to say this what the fuck sex controls the people the person's emotion at the end of the day or is it fucking love which one is it because I'm convinced it's oh, fucking sex. I don't think there's love. That sounds like a toxic relationship. Like love and a toxic relationship, those two words don't go together. Like they go together for the person, those two people stuck. But to the outsiders, it's obvious there's not love. It's just craziness. But um, as for your question, if I was that friend in that scenario, I know for a fact my friend would be like, peace. Really? You say for a fact your yes. friends are like, so I mean someone left your life before? Yes. Okay, yes. Because I was in that toxic position and maybe even family members were like, Okay, Nancy, you're gonna continue you're gonna continue down this path with that toxic person. And I felt some type of way and I continued to do my bullshit and be in that relationship until finally I was like, All right, I've had enough. They were right and I was wrong. And that that ending to me, was like, 
ah, I was wrong the whole time. And to go back and be like, I mean, it was family. So, you know, they accepted me no matter what. But in that moment, they made me realize I'm doing something wrong. Well, how mm-hmm. about you, Lillian? Do you agree? What do you think from the scenario I gave you? I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of the type of friend that people always sort of come to and kind of unload. Not in a bad way. It's just that, that it's just always been the case since I was younger. Like, if people feel comfortable speaking to me. And I'm actually comfortable with that. Until certain situations where, like, okay, forget it. I can't always be the person, right? But I feel like I kind of would have told them, like, hey, you know, like, not, not sort of being careful. Again, I'm a mom, too, so that instinct of, like, hmm, I want to tell you this, but I don't want to hurt you, but I need to tell you before you freaking mess up. I, I am a believer of, you know what, unfortunately, sometimes you got to hit your head really, really hard to notice or realize and so i try to help but then after it's just like all right so quick question (laughs) going back to what you said earlier about being the i call it the world eater the one that takes all all it in because i've i've been that through my teenage years to now i'm always the one taking absorbing people's negativities it you know that takes a toll on people after a while you do you go do you you guys go to each other whenever you guys want to speak I've definitely had some moments where I'm like, all right, I need a friend. And I, you know, Lily, let's go to dinner. Lily, I need to talk to you or whatever. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your purpose is is that because you go to her because why? Because you trust her because you feel comfortable with her or what is it? I feel comfortable with her. And I feel like she's one of the, she's grounded, you know, her mindset on her, her head on her shoulders. So I know I can go to Lily and she's been through a lot and I've been through a lot. And sometimes you, you go through so much, you, you get confused. Like, what the hell am I doing? And you just need a second opinion. And a friend like Lily is always great to hear from. You so know? you pretty much just, have, the, so you pretty much said right now, you have the answer to your solution, but sometimes you would like a second opinion. Yes. So you go to someone that you know is not going to judge you. Am I correct? Yes. Um, and my circle runs small. So I, you know, I'm not a big, I say quality over quantity. I don't have, I like, I don't like to have a lot of friends. I feel like for me, it's a lot, like it's a lot of relationships to manage. Interesting. So are there any rules that are currently different from best friends and your partners that are separate when it comes to helping each other out? Because isn't a partner supposed to be someone you go to be there for you, be supportive for you, be able to speak to them. But isn't there some conversations you feel like you don't want to have with your partner and you rather go to maybe the same gender for information or maybe yeah. you prefer a best friend to speak? I, I think at first you want to like tell them absolutely everything, right? But, you know, you are an individual that got with this individual. So you were someone before you were with this person. Sometimes you don't see it that way because you're so in love, right? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there are certain things that, you know, you shouldn't feel bad for not telling them because, I I honestly feel like you just you there's certain parts of you that you want to keep you know I I mean that's for me you know I I have my partner and yeah I communicate with him but there's a certain part of me that I feel like sometimes I don't not that he won't understand but that I don't want to like just throw it at him I sometimes I want to get communication back and forth and sometimes he just he won't know what to respond because it's a me thing (laughs) it's definitely a me thing so I don't want to put him yeah. in that position. So I'd rather, you know, talk to someone, whether it's to unload, just vent, or to actually have someone tell me like, you know what, you're right. Yeah, I would totally feel that way. And I'll be like, okay, great. Now I come back to my house happy. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely done that. I mean, how about you? Um, I don't, I mean, I tell them everything, but you know, there are some exceptions, like Lily said, you don't, there are some things that you know for a fact your partner is not going to be able to understand. Maybe it's a girl thing. Maybe it's just how you feel or you don't want to tell them at the moment because this is this, this and that, but you want to tell somebody else. So I'll go to my friend. I'll unload her a little bit. I get, I, I feel a little bit better or they might be able to tell me, okay, this is how you go about it. And this is how you talk about it. I, I've, I've always been told, so I met this one gentleman years ago. He told me one of the worst things to do with a partner is tell each other's problem. The stress that you have in the outside world when you're not around your partner should not be give, taken home, should not be bringing home. 
for example, you know, stress at work or something or stress at school and you bring that to your relationship. Now you introduce that door, whether you like or not to your partner. And that's why I've, I've learned that if you're stressed out, I think that's where your other friend comes into play. Your, your, you know, your best friends and your, and your circle comes in when you know that there's something you don't want to bring into your relationship. But as a point of, as a point of view from the third party, like the world leader that we are, that's a lot to take in as well. That is. And it puts the pressure on your partner to, to make you want to feel better, which shouldn't be their job like all the time. It's not the responsibility for you to be in sync with yourself. It's kind of like a youth thing. Like Billy said, a youth thing. So you're 25 years old, right? I'm 35 Mm -hmm. years old. So you, you know, it's 10 year difference. And I feel like your world was, was raised more around social media and the internet. And I know that yeah. caused a lot of toxic, toxic issues in the near future. You know, when I grew up, we grew up with a different mentality of toxic. You could see toxic from the corner of your blog with people arguing and then they come to you for support. And I think, you know, growing up like that now is different for a different generation because you just see that shit online. People start posting yeah. shit. People start writing shit. People start sending you yeah. a lot of shit online. <laughs> and I feel like it's, it's, it's easier to access your support system through online compared to when I was younger, because when I was younger, you had to call me on my cell phone or send me or, or page my beeper to say, you want to talk to me. You're just a DM away. You're just a text away or WhatsApp away from looking for you. And you know how you can see some validation pretty much. So if I, if I'm, yeah. if, I, if I'm, let's say I'm your, you're my best friend and I'm going mm-hmm. through shit at two o'clock in the morning. I know I can send you messages all around. And the worst part about it is that you can, I know, I know when you see it, it will tell that. me when you see it. So yeah. maybe you're going through shit and maybe you don't want to open up the door for me and talk to me because maybe it's repetitive too. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. It is true. I'm not too far off from, from you, uh, George. I am 32 and really? I'm proud of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so I totally agree on that. I feel like back then, you know, you really had to, put in some effort, you know, but also the not knowing, I mean, not, not, not knowing, but like you would reach out to a friend and the friend answers or talks to you. And it felt like you don't know anything else about them at that moment. You know, that that moment is they're listening to you, but like they're there, you know, they're there for you. You feel it a little bit, but, but now it's just like, well, I know what you did before. I know what you did last night. I know that you, so you ask questions. Message. Right. And so <laughs> you already carry resentment in a way because unfortunately because you're seeing all of this shit and so it's just like hmm you go with this other weight into this so sometimes i think that you don't even communicate certain things because all of the extra other stuff that is there so it's challenging in circles of friendships there are two the three the four sometimes the big circles small circles there's bound to be some type of toxic relationship between all that whether it's jealousy, whether it's point of views, whether it's secrets. Whenever the negativity starts, one or two friends always end up going the wrong path or to a different path. And then they try coming back in the near future. Why do you think that happens to relationships? Why do you think that happens to friendships? Why does that bond get broken because of dick or pussy or literally love? Because <laughs> that's the only three ideas I think anyone does because I'm trying to, it still blows my mind. So that's what I'm asking you. Cause I know you're, you're, you're a group of friends, right? You have a bigger group actually. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I think, um, people are just, you know, people have different goals and sometimes, you know, within the group, certain group might have a certain goal and then another group has a different goal and then it's just, they don't match up. And at one point there's this event that happens or something happens and you split. And then there's the negativity between the group. Oh, I'm mad at you because this, and you're mad at me because of that. And I feel like it's a different, it's a different journey. I think me and Lily at the moment are on the same path. You know, we have goals. We want to, um, we want to continue our education. We want to own a home. We want to, you know, make sure our families are good. We want a good relationship and other people in the group are completely they want to party, they want to do other things. And 
maybe me and Lily kind of did that or we're not there now. But is it, is it, you know, is it ageism or is it experience that you've done it already? I don't think it's ageism because there's a difference between, there's a little bit of an age gap between me and Lily. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still like, I guess with me, me on my end, I am, I can adapt and I can adjust very rapidly. I am, you know, I I have, again, I have children, I have a family. um, And so I feel like sometimes I still want to get down and get, you know, party and whatever. But I think that the difference is that like, I can do that, but I'm, I also know that I have a life. I have to get back to what I, I do or whatever it is, you know, like there's time for everything. And I think that, yeah, friends do go down different paths and that's, that's, that's okay. I feel like if we can communicate, cause I, again, I'm very direct and sometimes my friends, my family take it the wrong way. So sometimes it's not that I don't notice or I don't want to say something because I'm very like passive. No, I can be very aggressive and direct, but people take it in different, again, I would like for you to call me out. I'm not like, just call me out. Like Nancy has called me out and like almost made me cry, you know, because you know, like that's okay. You know, like I, not that I give her permission, but that's my friend. I feel like you should be able to call out someone when certain things are not okay. If you so cannot Nancy, do that. You called her out on what though? Like what, what made you want to call her out? Lily, I haven't called you out in a while. What, what, what was that about? <laughs> Um, not now, but like, you know, like, like, you know, sometimes when, when, when we would go out and, you know, those are times that we know that we go out and like get drunk and sometimes, you know, I'm not fully there. And sometimes she needs to like, like, (laughs) stop it, like, stop it, get it together. And I'm not going to take it like offensive or like, oh my God, get offended and be like, you, you know, you're, you bring other stuff into it. I know where she's coming from. And if we can communicate at least on that, we're fine. And then we pick up back on whatever it is the next day and we move forward with our lives. And that's just, I feel like that's how it has been. Well, what happens if it becomes repetitive? What happens if it happens See, that's a the lot issue. of times? Like, that's, that's when, when it goes the other way. That's why you talk to Lily. Exactly. When it becomes repetitive and you're not listening to what I'm saying, then I got to make a choice. Yeah, And I won't always tell you. Like, I've come to that thing in life where I honestly, like, you're okay a lot of my friends. Disclosing. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of my friends might be a little yeah younger. I attract younger people, whether it's friends, whether it's whatever. It's just that's I how attract it is. older people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you attract younger people. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I attract the older okay. people. And you attract older yeah. people. Nice. And I'm okay with that. Like I feel like I don't like to criticize, judge anyone. I actually like the energy and the vibes. I like the the stupidness sometimes when we go out and do stupid shit and like laugh about it, and the next day, you know. But then when it, it when it becomes yeah, repetitive, where I'm always having to fix things or when I always have to feel like, oh, like I'm walking on eggshells or things like that, then that's when it's just like, all right, I might tell you, I might not, just because you know what? You are grown up too. You're not a teenager. And I don't want to get make you get used to me always having to let you know. You should know because I know what I'm doing, the things that I'm doing, and I'm ready to deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> have you or Nancy have ever made a decision and asked yourself why you're still dealing with toxic friendships? Have you ever been stuck at a friendship where you felt like you can't escape? Or is there an actual way you could escape without hurting the other person? Sometimes yeah. I've been hurt in friendships where I'm like, you know what? That's it. It's over. It's done. I don't need to talk to you again. You're blocked. Bye. So you have let go of friends. You lost, have you yes. lost, or you got rid of friends? Both? I'm going to say it was mutual. We hated each other. We hated each other. <laughs> after, after what had happened. <laughs> but I'm saying, yes. not to get too personal with it, but how many strikes did it take to get there? I didn't see it coming. Maybe I was blindsided <laughs> um, until the very end. And I'm like, wow, if I just paid a little bit more attention and if I listened to my gut feeling where I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel right. And maybe we wouldn't have to had explode and we wouldn't have to fuck you to both of us. So there is an escape. Yeah. And I've had other friends call, like tell me about my other friends, you know, like and it's funny because there's some friends and I always, I, again, I hate talking about people's back and behind people's backs. So I would tell them like, you know what? Like something that you said earlier, you know, like there's some people that tell you, you know, like that if you're a friend and you're just like, nope, 
don't tell me anything. I sort of, my, I guess my defense is like, I'm aware and I'm okay with it. <laughs> that's bad. I just, that's I know, not, that, <laughs> doesn't, I mean, that, that affects your relationship too. Cause if let's say you, you, for example, you've been in for like almost like two years, right? You said in a relationship. So you're, you know, you're still building something, right? And yeah. let's say you have friends that are having, unfortunately, bad relationships and they're coming to you for this kind of drama. Doesn't their experience and their stories get to you a little bit of like, shit? It does. And I, 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 you know, I have friends. They hit me up. Oh, oh, I'm talking to this guy. He's doing this. Like, I'm just so over. Maybe it's because I'm in a relationship and I'm, I don't deal with that anymore. Or maybe it's just because they keep doing that over and over and over and over again. And it's, and I always tell them the same thing and I'm done. I'm tired. So I, I'm going to stop talking to you about your relationships and I'm not going to respond. But it doesn't offend them. Doesn't that make them feel like, wow, ain't you my best friend? Ain't you like the person I could go to for this? Maybe it does, but they haven't come out and said that to me yet. And it's maybe because they know what they're doing. is just their usual thing. Is there a way out? of a toxic relationship or friendships. And I'm gonna give you this example. Let's say your circle, someone comes and says, I broke up with my boyfriend. He did this A through Z to me. I need help. The first thing friends do is what? Look out for them, right? right? Nurture them, closure them, right? But then a week later, they get back with that person. And then what happens after? If you hear this, if you hear that from somebody, how do you not, feel like that's just going to build a toxic relationship with you now and their partner because they want you to have amnesia. But even though you know all the dirty secrets already, like how is it that you, how, how, how can you handle something like that? Because I, I'm pretty sure our listeners, they've been in that situation where their friend came to them. Oh yeah. I broke up my man or I broke up my girlfriend. And now they want you to closure them and you give the next two, three days of support. And then a week later they get back with that person and they feel awkward with talking to you like nothing ever happened and you have to accept it as friends or do you leave, you walk away from that and say, you know what? I know too much. I should just step back because this will cause problems in the near future because a true friend will be honest or will a true friend close their eyes and say, Ugh, let me just pretend nothing ever happened. I would always tell them how I feel about it. If I don't like the relationship, I'm straight up tell you, this is fucked up. What you're doing is crazy. And then I guess the next step would be just so that they know where I'm coming from, how I feel about it. Um, and then the next step would be, okay, what do I want to do? do? Do I really want to look up, look the other way? Or am I going to pretend like nothing happened and just put on a good face for this relationship of yours? I think uh, I agree. I'm, I'm the same way. Um, I'll listen just because I am that, again, I'm that type of person that I can, before I open my mouth, if there's something that I'm like, oh, again? And then, you know, again, it does depend what friend. I have, you know, I know a lot of people, but I'm not, it might look like I'm very close, but I'm very selective with my friends. If they don't know yeah. that, oh, well, but I'm pretty sure they know because <laughs> I say it. <laughs> um, and so, like, I will support you and most likely I'll probably be there listening to you go on and on and on and on just because I am like that. But I also, like Nancy, will tell you like my part and be like, you know, this is not okay, la, 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 la. And if you go ahead and go back to it, I, I just, I'm not going to tell you you're not my friend anymore, but it's more of like I can distance myself from that because I also sure. want to guard my, my mental health. I want to give you guys, and I want you to tell me if you agree or disagree. So for any of the listeners, this is my point of view of signs that you're in a toxic friendship with somebody and you should just like think twice about that shit so number one giving more to your friend and receiving less if i'm always going to you for advice and i don't and when you need me i'll brush you off because you know i'm going through more shit than you are isn't that you know right there a sign of well i want you to listen to me 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 compared to you yes now my number two is there's no more 100% trust. Oh, that's bad. Gone. Okay. She said, Lillian's like, yeah, toxic. So, trust? you know, we always have that one, you know, cause I think when you have friends and you have a circle, matter of fact, you have trust that trust. Trust is like up there. <laughs> and, if, and even if they just fucked up one time, 
it's like, don't you feel like, ugh, maybe it's like a percentage went down? So yeah. that's the way I look at it. How about, so my next one is interesting, tags along with this. When you're with your friend, you become very toxic yourself. You start doing negative things. So to you. <laughs> Well, I mean, it happens. Shut up. temporary. You know, he's a perfect example. I could be with a friend right now. We could just have a good time. And then I have another friend who's all he wants to do because he has so much drama, wants to drink, get fucked up, start fights, be aggressive. And unfortunately, if I'm every time I'm with that one person, I end up doing stupid shit. So I consider that is a toxic, toxic friendship because when I'm normally hanging out with everybody, I'm in peace. I have control. But when I want a friend that I care so much about, I don't want to lose him. I don't want to make sure he's hurt. So I tag along. And sometimes when you tag along, shit happens to you too. So mm-hmm. do you agree you gotta, that? You gotta learn to leave. Do you agree that's a sign of toxic friendship right there? Yes. Lillian? Mm, yes, and maybe. I won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I feel like I've been on both of those ends. So I've actually been on that end. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on both of those ends, and also my mental health part, background also is like this person. If they're they're my friend, right? If I call them my friend, and I see them acting like this, something's not right. I so mean, you, so you tell yeah. me, you never had a friend that was going through a hard time and said, "Lily, let's go dance, let's go hang out, let's just get." Don't we all up. do that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but not on the regular, not on the regular. Yeah. No. But let's say yeah, it becomes, no. let's say it becomes repetitive daily. Like, yo, let's go out today. Let's go out tomorrow. Let's go out the next day. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's just get fucked up. Let's just have fun. And then you realize, you know, you're spending more money than you normally have, but you want to be supportive to your friend. There's certain friends that we hang out with that bring a certain character out of us. You know, maybe, yeah. And sometimes that happens. So that's my, my sign of it. Sometimes when you are outside your comfort zone, you, you should, that's a sign right there. I think in my opinion that you're in a toxic friendship because Maybe that right. person and nobody or, likes to or, get abusive. Nobody likes to get physical. Mm-hmm. Like nobody mm-hmm. likes that energy because it, it's so draining and degrading. And you wake up the next day and you're like, "Did that really just happen? Was that me?" Mm-hmm. And, nobody likes and, to yeah. be in that place. In my opinion, the reason why I mentioned that one, I have friends that would like to go out uh, outside. Like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. So I have friends that like to go drink in college, and they go to bars. And I had, I remember two of my friends. One of them will be straight up. She like, oh, George, I'm going to get some free drinks because you know what? I'm going to flirt with them. So my other friend, she'll be like, nah, that's not my style. I'd rather pay for my own drinks. So that's she'll just style. tag along. She'll just tag along and do what her friend says. But then sometimes her friends will push her like, yo, they want us to hang out with them all night. Let's hang out with them all night and force her other friends to start doing stuff. Like, come on, let's drink with them. Let's party all night with them. Let's go out. Let's go chill with them in their cribs after and it's okay to be wild, but if you're forcing your other friends to tag along who doesn't really want to do it, but you know what? She don't want to leave you alone because she don't want you to be in a situation that you you know, could be taken advantage of. Goes with the flow. I consider that toxic. And that's why I say yeah. that sometimes when you're around certain people, they do certain things, you're stuck with. Another one, which I think is a key component, is competing with your friends. I think when you have friends that compete with you a lot, sometimes it becomes toxic. Do you, that's Nancy, bad. Nancy's shaking her head. Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I hate that. I hate feeling like I have to compete against somebody or like you feel like you're competing against me. Like, why can't we just be chill? Like, why can't we just be each other? I had a friend mm. who maybe it wasn't just the way we dressed, but like everything I did, like education-wise, like, oh, I'm going to go out and get this degree. She did too. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do this. And then she did the same thing. And I was like, is this a pattern? Whoa. I was like, there's no need to that. And maybe that was a positive thing. Cause you know what I was doing was a, a career step thing, but I just don't like that. Interesting. Another sign that I tell people is, you know, that your friend doesn't have good intentions sometimes. How do you feel See, about that, that? That goes back to trust. Long-term friendships could become adaption, right? You have a friend for 10 years, 12 years, and you feel like you know them. But one year later into a relationship, maybe they're different people. I mean, we evolve. I mean, like right now, we're just all three talking. 48 hours ago, we didn't know each other. Right, Nancy? 
but mm-hmm. now we're, we're learning more about each other 48 hours later. That's just my take. What do you think? Yes or no, in your opinion? Yes, definitely true. How about advices? My other tip is, I said, if you want another sign for you can realize what kind of friends you have or you know you're in a toxic friendship is the kind of advice they give you. And when I'm going to give you this example is she broke up with you, she fucked you over, yo, fuck around with this person, take that person's money, do this, scratch that motherfucker's car, et cetera, et cetera. That's a sign of toxic friendship. Don't you think? Or is that my ride or die? That's like, I never thought about that one. That's a good one. I just stop paying attention to the advice Lily gives me. That's a good one. I never thought about that. I mean, think about it. It's, you know, so you know, you're saying. But I've, I've, I have this friend who's, like I, like I said, completely path, mindset, everything are different. Maybe that's why we're a little bit drawn to each other because, you know, opposites attract. And the advice I get from her most of the time is, you know what, we just go out and drink it out or go out and. It. It's okay to be reckless. Or I'm like, but I don't want to be. And you know I don't want to be. So why are you giving me that advice if I don't want to be? To not go back to that path and knew I struggled so hard and but you're giving me that advice again. Like that see now that you thought now that you said that now I'm thinking about it. Like whoa. <laughs> how about you, Lillian? What do you think about what I just said right now? I think, yeah. I mean, if this person is constantly saying that, I mean, because it depends what, what I'm complaining about, what I what this my partner did to me or whatever, or whoever did something to me. If it's something like, uh-uh. I've had, you know, I had a situation with someone where I honestly would have, like, ended completely everything with this person and never spoken to again and cursed them out and whatever. But I honestly felt like, no, I'm pretty sure at some point I still want to sustain some sort of relationship because this person meant a lot to me, you know, even though that this situation was really bad that I'm pretty sure people would have been like, no mas, that's it. It's over. Another tip that I think is very interesting, feeling used. Feeling used. If you have a friendship, if you're in a toxic uh, friendship, and you feel that you're being used by this other person, like lending money, always calling for that person with support, or always using you as, as a scapegoat, I think, in my opinion, that's like the ultimate. Um, what's your take? Yes or no, in your opinion? I agree 100%. Um, I had a friend who I actually ended up moving in with, and we were really close. I mean really close before we ended up moving in with each other. Um, and we were friends. Nothing more than that. We were friends. Um, and then the second we moved in together, it was like, whoa, I'm being used. Like, you want me to do everything around the house. Do you want me to, do you know, you want me to always cook. You want me to um, wash the dishes. You want me to help you aka do your homework we don't even go to the same school like what we're not even in the same majors it was just you want me to give you your advice or like to give you good advice and be there and listen for you but when I'm struggling and when I have a moment of I need you it's like what hey Lillian is there a way you could exit a toxic friendship Mm-hmm. Can is there is there an escape? Can you leave in good terms? Oh, that's the magic word. Wait, good terms. Hey, hold on, good terms. <laughs> yeah, that that that's that that's what makes it a bit like uh, good terms. Um, in my case, I mean, again, I feel like a lot of the situations that you can label them as toxic, somewhat. Um, I just don't deal with it and I don't know if they know that I'm not dealing with it but and then again I don't know the word friendship there you know because again I feel like there's so many levels to it like I Nancy I think some some friends call us best friends um I don't know if she really considers me a best friend because we haven't really given ourselves that title but I love her very much and like I don't feel like I need to call her a best friend to for her she's been there in many 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 ways and so it's kind of rough because, again, a lot of the people that I am around, you know, it's just sometimes I just don't, I don't deal with it. I'm just like, forget it. 
And if I want to, it's because I want to. That's how I see it. I don't think I've ever left in good terms any toxic relationship. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I like, I take things very personally, like if things go wrong and there is no, I guess, closure. How can you leave no. then? How, so how can you leave a, how can you break up with a toxic friend in your opinion? Is there, or anyone that's listening to this right now, they feel like they want to break up with a toxic friend. Is there anything you could give them advice on? <laughs> Call your friend out. Right. So friendship, you know, it's totally different. Like I'll call you out on your shit. And if you don't like it, it's either we're going to continue being friends or you're going to be pissed off with me for a couple of days. Uh, Or you you might apologize. You might not, but it's going to do something. The toxic friendship, you might be able to savor that if there's communication on both sides, like that you both need to sit Mm -hmm. down or have a phone call and air out the dirty laundry and do with it what you need to do. You know, get your feelings out because I feel like that's what is um, what's wrong with the relationship. Somebody's not getting what they need out of it. I believe that there is guidelines for breaking up a toxic friendship. Sometimes you need space, and that's one of the things True. I would tell people: say, you know what? I think right now we both need space. Um, I need space I like definitely, and I'm not trying to blame you. No, I'm trying to blame myself for it but I think it's better that we just take some time apart. And from there on, you know, you move. And I think that's the first step you do because if you bring up something like, yo, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you're <laughs> but most situations, those are, no, those are no, fighting no, no. words. <laughs> it, yeah, those are most, I, I think that what you're saying and for everyone listening out there, that is, if you can do that, that is great. If you can put that into practice, not when it's too late to save the friendship, <laughs> uh, or not too, too late but like when it gets heated right that's great I think that that's the ideal way to handle it but unfortunately in most toxic friendships it doesn't play off that way so as far as tip or advice yes that's wonderful but, but, and, um, but even if you know your friend is toxic or make it aggressive or fuck you whatever you know give me a good reasons I would not fall into that trap either I'll just let them know that, you know what it's just me because they may look for that fight. They may look for like, you know, oh, hell no. You're trying to break up our friendship because of this something that did. And all you got to do sometimes is just suck it up and say, you know what? If I keep on going, I'm going to fall right back into that trap of the argument. True. Because think about True. it. There's probably people you know very well that you're tired of arguing it. That you know you argue with them. It's not going to go nowhere. They're not going to stop. Exactly. So might as well just eat it and just say, no, it's not true. Trust me. See, that takes a special kind of a person. Yeah. I but think it takes like a lot. They, they will never forget not you. Me and Lily. <laughs> you know, I know, but you know what it is? It's about it's not for, it's also saying you want to make sure that you don't leave the door closed permanently. You should never close the door on nobody because you never know what life could hit you. That's when me and George bump head sometimes. Because Same. you're, you're right like, somewhat, but I I, I, I I feel like I was I'm the kind of person, a lot of times. I can't I'll burn bridges no down real fast <laughs> into ashes. <laughs> into ashes. I mean, I mean that. George, like I said, we all have our opinions on that, and I feel like I definitely want to get your point of view on that, Lily. Because we could clash on that, but I just feel like we're all human beings. We all go through something. And but why I gotta be the bigger person every single freaking time? I'm tired. Exactly, I'm a human. I, exactly, I'm a human being too. So don't treat me like shit. So you're just right. because you're going because you're going through shit. I will burn I down the bridge. At least you know one what? time. Maybe <laughs> maybe you don't know you want to look at it. The version one, two, I, the, time, three times. No, sorry. Well, you're right. I think multiple times is different, but I think yeah. mostly for me, maybe the version I am now is not right for you at the moment. Maybe ten years from now, the five years from now, my version, my new version could adapt to you or you're so calm. different because you know what let's Lily. i know you for like what over 10 years right mm-hmm. the george you met back then is not the george you met now maybe it's a little bit sprinkle of both but think sprinkle. about it it's like you when I, so when i met you i'm not meeting lillian the version i met back then mm-hmm. i'm meeting a different version and if i keep on looking at you as the old version then I'm blind. And then that means that's someone that, you know, you you shouldn't waste your time on. It's like, Nancy, I met you right now. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Two, three months from now, I could, you'd be a different version of Nancy. Maybe you'd be like, you know what, George? Fuck that. Whatever I said before on that podcast, I don't believe that shit no more. (laughs) 
that's that's just my take. I mean, Lily, you said you use the opposite we clash. So tell me. No, no. I think. I mean, I get where you're coming from, and I think part of it is also the whole social service, the whole experience, the whole personal experience as well. Because I feel like for many years and for many situations, and I can say up to now. I, that is my weakness that I tend to care so much and to sort of have that belief of that. Yes, today we're one thing, tomorrow we're another. That is also why I do a lot of the work that I do in terms of like my profession. Um, but it has drained me mentally and emotionally. And for me, I can't do it anymore. And like, I won't do it. And I know I can, if I want to, yeah, I won't close the doors on anyone. I feel like I'll always be there and I've let that I've let them know. And I think that's why sometimes people take advantage. I could say that in all types of ways, professionally, friendships, family. But I have come to a point of realization that I am not comfortable always having to like, you know what? Even though I do that, I've done that. I've been in a lot. But I, I, if there is another moment like that, I'm just, you know what? That's bien. I'm out. I, I, I can't. I won't. Say it from the heart. No, it's from the heart. You're right. How about you, Nancy? Did you who you agree with me or Lillian? I'm on Lily with this one. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> tell, tell me why. I had a toxic friend. Um, it didn't end well. It ended up in a physical uh, fight, and since that you physical fight, people up, don't you? <laughs> no, don't. She's tiny. She's tiny, but don't mess with her. <laughs> I did not like to be the That's not the person I I I want to be. And since that day, we have never talked to each other since. Really? We parted ways. We parted ways. We both. I'm sure now we still have a lot of anger. Maybe not so much because it's been a couple of years, and I can't. I'm like, okay, if we would have done something different, or if we would have just talked about what was going on during the week instead of letting it boil up to that moment and both of us exploded because we both had a lot of shit going on, then maybe, maybe we can be friends. But, but, but with a friend like that, I'm not so scared to see her at the same bar. I might say hi and be like, I'm sorry for that. Cause we never got to say that. So there was never, but, uh, so there was never a closure between their friendship. No, there was never closure between that friendship. Um, I'm going to give you my final thought when it comes to toxic friendships. I think the best thing to do on how to let go of a toxic friendship, and if you know you're in one, if you see a change in your personality, if you see the stress level and your mental health being affected by yeah. it, you should let go. It's not easy. It's difficult. We, we don't know how to quit. Sometimes we can't let go of things. But I do agree that do it privately. Do it safely. Don't try to get into an argument or debate back and forth. And that at the moment, you're not ready to continue this relationship. And maybe this is seen apart, like bringing hobbies in or doing other activities to distract each other is a lot easier. Because some people are more vocal and say, yeah, I think we need to talk. Other people may be scared and say, shit, I don't know how to start this conversation. So the more distance you are, the more you learn more about yourself. As older you get, you will realize what's important to you. And if you feel there's a friend at the moment that doesn't fit your new version of yourself, then try to end it in a very small, professional way. But treat it more like, like if you're in a courtroom when you and the person are going to see each other one time without the argument. <laughs> She's <And> like guilty. <laughs> but that's just my point of view. Never close the door on people. But, you know, it's just you want to create a different version of yourself. And unfortunately, that person's not going to adapt to the new version that you are? I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, I think a lot of it, what I'm hearing is boundaries. I feel like boundaries and communication. If you can do those things without being hurtful, then great. And I think, again, if there's certain times that you can't fix things or there's certain times that you do need to step away and that's fine. Um, it's not that I want my friends to fit into my, whatever my lifestyle is. It's just that if we are friends, we should be able to, you know, there's a reason why we became friends. And so I've never been more, I haven't been that type like to like, oh, you don't do this anymore, so I'm not with you no more. It's not like that. It's more of like, I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm letting you know I'm not really down for this or down for that, and that's okay. But that doesn't mean like, stop talking to me. I'm here. I have a friend that used to drink. It does not drink anymore at all. 
I had a, a moment where I had my own problems with the drinking situation, I, but I was not ready. I never said I'm ready to stop, you know, but my friend did. And I was like, that's great. How do we, how do I support him? And we figured it out and we have a great friendship, you know? And so I feel like communication is definitely key and boundaries. I don't have to exclude you from everything or we don't have to stop talking, but if you can respect my boundaries and I can respect yours, we got this. We can pull our hair sometimes, not, for, not really, but we got this. Again, going back to, <laughs> yeah, because like when, I mean, we, it's, it's just, I guess things that have, have happened. She's, she's told me a couple of times, you know, like you said something about when you share something with one friend and then with the other one and then, but it's just sometimes you need to talk to someone at that moment and they're there. And so it's just, it's not like I trust this person more and yeah, I don't trust you, but this person was there now and I needed to talk and she got it. She was like, okay, <laughs> you know? So I feel like if you can communicate and you are good with your boundaries here and there, then we can make this work. Thanks. And Nancy? I agree with both of you guys on the um, friends part. <laughs> There's definitely a way to always escape and leave a toxic friendship. Always pay attention to like your gut feeling. Most of us always tend to ignore it because you don't want to deal with that at the moment or I'm having a good time or they fit my path or my lifestyle now. I don't have to deal with it. I definitely say like what you said before, um, be weary of the advice that you're getting from the other person and then know like what advice you, you kind of want to be getting um, and know how you're feeling in the moment. And also what you were saying before, George, you said it's, it's, it's okay to take a break in a friendship. It's okay to just be like, you know what? You mean a lot to me right now, but I also need some space. And I think it'll be great for us to just take a break and we'll come back when, you know, we both feel like it's okay. And that's one of the things that I have never done with the, with the friendship yet. Um, but I never really thought about that, and I really like that. So I want to thank both of you very much for spending some time. I feel like we learned something. We got to, we, obviously, we have all different point of views, but that's the beauty of it. And like any listeners here that ever have any questions or have, feel free to give their comments, you know, please let me know, and I'll definitely bring back Nancy and Lillian to talk about this. I definitely have some gentlemen in mind that definitely would debate with you guys on a lot of stuff, and, and I know... We should set that up future episodes. I have very, when it comes to, especially to relationships, we should talk about. So like I said, thank you so much, ladies. And I hope to see you guys soon. Once again, to everyone else, thank you for listening. Follow the podcast on IG. And like I said, hopefully you'll see these young ladies soon.